0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Straight from the CPA's Mouth. I'm Nikkei Fabi with the CPA Education Foundation, and I will be your host for this episode. Today, we will be discussing the value of volunteerism with two CPAs who have spent many hours giving back to their communities. To share their thoughts, joining me today, we have two very active community leaders who also happen to be members of the CPA Education Foundation Board. Dave Bonnerchuk, FCPA, FCA, and Joe Galliardi, FCPA, FCMA. Today we will be discussing their involvement with the CPA Education Foundation and their broader volunteer experience. Let's get to it and learn about the wonderful world of volunteerism straight from the CPA's mouth.
1: I heard that future humans, casting is an essential tool for long-term business. According to a recent poll, 48% of Canadians say they are $200 or less each month away from... all <inaudible> this <Something inaudible> down again?
0: <inaudible> Do you think the energy sector... the economy is too dependent on... Canadian student leaves university with $26,000... ...considering cloud computing for my business?
1: Filter out the noise. Hear it
2: straight from the CPA's mouth.
0: So COVID nineteen is still our reality. However, we're excited to have Dave and Joe here with us in a physically distant studio. Hello, Dave and Joe. Could you just say a couple of words for our listeners?
1: Hi, I'm Dave Bodnerchuk. I'm uh, the president, and co-founder of Election Buddy, um, proud FCPA FCA, um, and uh, what Election Buddy is is a simple to set up, high integrity, cloud based voting platform that allows member-based organizations to manage their uh, elections and meetings. So, I don't know if that's
2: the right thing to say. So,
1: I'm not (laughs) sure. I wasn't sure what you were looking for in that. That,
0: That pretty much sums it
2: up. Okay, great. Hi, Nikkei. Hi, Dave. Uh, My name is Joe Galliardi. I'm an FCPA, FCMA. I'm the managing partner of Recruitment Partners. We're a firm that specializes in professional services in Edmonton and Calgary, and I'm the vice chair of the Education Foundation.
0: Great. Well, welcome both of you. Um, This is very fitting. I did my research before I came here today. And Joe, I know you've appeared on one of our podcasts before. And you did mention um, in the podcast episode, what are you doing to give back? Um, So it is fitting that we're talking about volunteering today. Um, So maybe can both of you describe your roles as board members with the CPA Education Foundation, and how you initially got involved with our charitable arm?
2: So if you don't mind, I'll go first because Dave always talks over me. So <laughs> All kidding aside. Um, so I was a part of the, um, the entities before the merger and, um, w- w- you know, entertained the idea of going forward with the uh, board, uh, the main board as I call it at the CPA. Uh, but then I actually met Dave at one of the events and uh, got talking with him and got talking with Rachel, the CEO, and other people and, and heard about this uh, charity arm of uh, CPA. And it really intrigued me because I always wanted to get involved with schooling and giving back to students and kind of helping them out. I, I CPA really helped me find my way, uh, way back when, and uh, I felt it was incumbent for me to give back. So, uh, ever since then, I've uh, CPA Education Foundation has been a big part of my volunteer life.
1: Uh, yeah, so, uh, my name is Dave Bodernchuk, as mentioned, and I'm the board chair and I initially got involved as I thought, you know, I could help out or add some value to, uh, to the board. And, um, you know, so I had some chats, I'd done a bunch of work with K to 12 schools and universities and you know, had some more chats uh, with some of the board members. And the next thing I knew, no, I was, I was a new board member. So it's been a great group, um, highly motivated people, and they really care about the next generation of our profession. So, you know, it, it's fantastic, actually, it's, it's been a great experience.
0: Wonderful. So, I guess aside from the work that you've both done with the foundation, um, what all the, what other volunteer activities have you guys participated in over the course of your professional career?
1: So, you know, the very first group that I got involved with was an association called Mouse, the Macintosh Owners and Users Group Society of Edmonton. Um, you know, I've been involved with the Northern Alberta Crime Stoppers, a local hospital foundation, the Rural Alberta Development Fund, Kids Up Front. Um, Many of the CA committees, uh, discipline tribunal foundation, or excuse me, discipline tribunal committee, um, you know, and lots of volunteer contributions for coursework, uh, you know, even podcasts like this. Uh, I currently sit on the A100 as well. We're trying to build the uh, next generation of tech entrepreneurs as well, and and uh, you know, it's there's been lots, and and I've had pretty good experiences all the way through. We've Certainly learned a ton through the experience as well. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, I've been involved with um, mainly in accounting and finance. Uh, In the prior iteration of CMA, there was the uh, Empton uh, chapter CMAs, and I acted as the chair there. So, we put on um, speakers, had golf tournaments, stuff like that. Uh, I do a lot right now with um, Nate specifically, I, I I used to chair their accounting advisory committee. Uh, I'm on their BBA uh, degree advisory committee. Um, I also speak at uh, the university when they asked me in the master's program and uh, I actually was um, a board member for a publicly traded company and technically that was volunteer work because I didn't get paid.
0: <laughs> it counts. <laughs> I find too, especially with the conversations that I've had with CPAs since I've been with the organization, it seems pretty typical that a lot of CPAs are giving back. Would you say that that's correct?
1: Honestly, I I thought it was what everybody did. I remember when I started at, <laughs> at uh, my articles at KPMG and just everybody did it. So I kind of looked around and said, well, maybe I better do it too kind of thing. But, but there's a lot more... There's a lot more underlying uh, reason that people get involved. And and certainly from a professional standpoint, I, I think it's part of our DNA. I I don't hear of, of CPAs uh, that don't give back. It just seems to be very common to me.
0: Right. Absolutely. So on that note, um, what motivates you guys to keep volunteering and what skills have you been able to develop along the way?
2: Uh, I guess what motivates me is... Um, when when you when I when I saw people volunteering and I saw what they gave me with uh, nothing to give back as far as I you know just the, my gratitude, I w- I felt really uh, touched and moved and and I said to myself at a very early age when I was going through school that if I was ever in a position that I could give back whether it be of my time, my expertise, or money, whatever the case may be, that that had to be incumbent that I had to do that because. You know, I know it sounds a little cliche and a little bit potentially even corny, but you know, my philosophy is always leaving a situation, uh, a board um, appointment, um, a job better than where I left it when I started. And uh, when you have that as your kind of your guiding light, as your your motivator, it's very easy to want to see how you can improve somebody else's life and give back. And, uh, you know, when we're going through this COVID situation, there's so many people that need some extra help and it's really incumbent upon us or those people that have the ability to give back to do that.
1: Mine, you know, I really not struggled with this question because I kind of, I've always just done it. And, you know, I kind of mentioned before, but you know, and thinking about it, it, for me, it's good friends. I've made a lot of lasting relationships, um, learned a lot of good ideas from the people that I've been on the boards and the groups with that, you know, whether I use it in my business or my family life, um, certainly good governance skills. Um, you know, you, sometimes you learn from good and you learn from not so good on that basis. Uh, you know, leadership, um, there's lots of leaders that tend to get involved with these things. Um very interesting people and and I use that term uh, uh, you know there's uh there's an old saying that people people have used that may you live in interesting times, and you know some of the boards have been very interesting and uh, I think that's a good place to leave it actually i'll I'll leave it there,
0: okay, great, so I know you've both mentioned you know leadership skills, governance. Um, And I guess that could be potentially considered some of those, like, unexpected benefits of volunteering. Um, Oftentimes, post-secondary students mention, I guess, employers will mention the importance of them wanting to hire, say, well-rounded students. So would you guys have any advice for post-secondary students who are looking to get involved, maybe um, organizations that might be beneficial or just any general advice on why they should be volunteering?
1: You know, I think it starts with what you use the term well-rounded and and the more boards and volunteer activities that you'll work in or be part of, you'll meet with people that are outside your own core competencies. So you'll learn, right? It's a, it's a great way to to learn about things that aren't part of your job that you can use to make you a better, more well-rounded professional. Certainly things like fundraising, um, uh, marketing, marketing, Sales, you know as CPAs, we tend to focus on the the numbers, but you'll learn lots of well-rounded skills so that you'll be able to relate in your organizations a lot better. And you know it's very simple for me. Those that tend to volunteer tend to be pretty highly motivated. so you'll surround yourself with highly motivated people and', and they'll, they're likely to be successful in their careers long term. And, and it seems to make a lot of sense that if you want to be successful, that you'd surround yourself with people that also want
2: to be successful.
0: Absolutely.
2: and I'll layer on a little bit to that from the perspective of uh, obviously coming from the recruitment side of things and and interacting with clients and candidates that you know on a daily basis clients are looking for that more well-rounded individual where they're not just unidirectional even in their career or how they uh, approach their business life they want to see how are they uh, how are they interacting with other aspects of um their lives and what what they have to give back. It also shows a little bit of um, EQ, if you will, a little bit of uh, a better understanding of how they fit into the bigger system, the ecosystem of this world, and what they can contribute. So, um, I know that clients are very much looking for that well-roundedness, and and it and it is it uh, uh, shows that this person is is has many facets to them and has a little bit more of a developed skill set, if you will.
0: Great. So you've obviously both had um, a lot of opportunities to give back. Um, so is there a particular volunteer activity that has been memorable for you and why?
2: Um, so, uh, Dave and I were talking about this prior to coming in, and we said, wow, this is a little bit of a tougher one for both of us. And then I actually just kind of sat back and ran through all of the opportunities that I uh, where I have volunteered. And uh, I'm going to go off to board on this one, Nikkei, if I can. And uh, my uh, 24-year-old daughter is a big sister, and uh, she actually just springs it on me and says, like, yeah, Dad, I'm going to be a big sister. And this is a picture of my kid that I'm helping out. And, you know, she... Um, uh, has a dad that, uh, you know, is taking care of her, single dad. And uh, I'm kind of providing that, you know, the the big sister uh, opportunity. And I just sat back and I was just like, wow, uh, I've obviously rubbed off on her because she would see, well, dad, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go here and I'm going to go do that. And uh, it was a very proud moment for me to see my uh, daughter, Laura, uh, volunteer her time with big sisters and uh, it made me very proud. And that's one of the most memorable things uh, I have is not related to me, but it uh, kind of ru- rubbed off on one of my daughters.
1: Great, wow, uh, that's a hard act to follow, Joe. Holy cow! Uh, mine's a little bit simpler than that. You know, you get involved in a lot of different things as a volunteer, and and for me, it's always been about rolling up your shirt sleeves and just getting the job done. Both my wife and I—that's that's what we do—and so. There was one uh, volunteer group that I was part of, we were hosting a conference and the name tags didn't come in and I was running around all over the city chasing a UPS truck to try and find name tags so that we could get them out the door for the conference so that everybody could kind of show up, you know, with many of the volunteer activities, there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that you never see. And this was certainly one of them, but I'll never ex- I'll never forget the expression on the UPS driver's uh, face when I screech my car in front and say, look, I need some name tags. You got to get them. I know they're on this truck. He thought I was crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Joe, I know you mentioned a little bit about um, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. So um, are there any organizations that either of you know of that are kind of constantly looking for volunteers and might be a good place to start?
2: Um I- pretty much n- nobody will turn you down. Uh, that was what I have found. Um, but uh, for example, like the Bissell, Goodwill, uh, Boys and Girls Club, um, yes is out there. Uh, these uh, you know, I got a call yesterday of all things where uh, this uh, uh, organization is looking for board of directors and they, and they asked me if I could volunteer my time, just give some expertise. Uh, to help them find people, uh, I think one of the mistakes that a lot of people make, especially younger individuals, is they they want the glory of all the of the volunteer work of you know quite frankly sitting in this podcast and being uh, appreciated for it. And there's a lot of heavy lifting in the beginning, especially and and maybe stuff that. Uh, where, where you'll be asked to volunteer which isn't very sexy or fun, uh, but that's what they need. For example, it might be at the food bank uh, stacking cans or whatever the case may be and, and you're not the person being interviewed and, and getting those accolades. Um, so you have to do it for the right reasons and, and you have to also be uh, understanding that you know why exactly you're doing it and is it for the glory but uh, more so for the uh, to give back and to feel good about yourself when you kind of lay your head down on the pillow that uh, that night.
1: Yeah, I'll build on that advice. I mean, certainly, as a you know finance or accounting professional, you'll have other skills. And I, people kid me for knowing a little bit about IT, so that combination's kind of a an interesting one. I've never had to, I've never had to seek out opportunities. They've always, you know, people have just asked. So if you check with your network, you know, folks, at, you know, whether you're in public practice, whether you're at um, in industry. There's lots of places and just ask. Ask your network, ask your supervisors, ask your coworkers. You'll find places and you'll see interesting ideas and interesting opportunities for sure.
0: Great, absolutely. And I think, Joe, you did really make a good point that um, a lot of people often might necessarily just want the title of volunteering, you know, something that they can put on their resume. Um, and I know you briefly mentioned it, but I guess How important do you both believe it is to find, you know, an organization that really aligns with your values?
2: Uh, Very important, obviously, because then you'll be motivated. And uh, I I think... And, and, you know, you should try a lot of different things. And sometimes, uh, I think Dave mentioned it, like just, you know, they'll, they'll seek you out. Uh, but if you just go knocking on doors and saying, hey, how can I help? How can I contribute? This is the time. Uh, this is the money. This is the expertise I can offer. Um, organizations are, are really looking forward to that. Um, you know, one of the things I always do is, is um, look at their website, look at their, what their values, their mission is. How does it align? Does it interest me? How can I give value? Uh, for example, me with schooling in post-secondary uh, institutions, they always, students want to know, you know, what are hiring managers looking for? So I have that inherent knowledge in the back of my brain that I don't think is a big deal, but to them it's new and exciting. So you always have to look at it from their perspective and, you know, what expertise can you afford them or or. or give them that they they're going to feel wow what a value that you've added but uh obviously being aligned and once you're aligned that way you're obviously going to have a little bit more uh, patience and more willingness to uh, stack the cans for lack of a better term as i mentioned prior and and do that other stuff because then when you're um again that 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 becomes just intrinsically rewarding within your head
1: i I would agree with some of that you know certainly um You'll give more if you're aligned, like in the long term, and the majority of the volunteer activities that you will do, um, the more alignment you have, the more you'll you'll tuck in and lean into that um, that uh, post or position. But if that's all you do, you'll never get outside your core competencies, your comfort zones, and you know the, some of the most interesting experiences that I've had are uh, short-term uh, assistance or short-term short-term help. Where um, you go out, you do something that you'd never done before, you're not sure why you're doing it, and then you kind of find something that you didn't even know that you liked. So you can alternate that. You know, If all you do is stuff that you're comfortable with or completely, completely uh, meets what you're looking for, uh, you, you, know, you won't grow. And I think growing is a, is a part of volunteerism in my opinion.
0: Yeah, that's a really great point. I mean, I didn't necessarily think about that at first, but true, you might be able to develop some new skills if you kind of work maybe outside of an area that you're comfortable in. So I would agree with that, absolutely. So since both of you are on um, the CPA Education Foundation board, why do you think the CPA Education Foundation has been so successful?
1: I'll use an acronym, the three Ps. I think it's a combination of people, Partnership and passion, you know, certainly the the people that are on the board and that um, we work with uh, as partners, you know, whether it's the post-secondary uh, institutions, whether it's the K-12 organizations that we've met with, whether it's other stakeholders, whether it's our members that give so much in terms of dollars, uh, time, feedback, feedback. Uh, it's just—it's a really highly motivated and and uh, caring group. There's lots of uh, there's lots of people that actually give a uh, a poop, for lack of a better term. That's the colloquial term that I'll use. They they really care, and uh, it, it makes it easy. You know, I'm sitting here in this this podcast being a bit of a talking head, and it's just because we've got a great group. We really do.
2: And from my perspective, Nikkei, I think. Um CPAs in general. Why, why? One of the reasons we're most so successful. Is CPAs in general um, want to give back. They feel a, a, an urge, a need to kind of make inroads into, um, with financial literacy, for example. With uh, Dave mentioned, with you know the post secondaries, uh, we have members that, I, you know, understand that I'm on the education foundation board and say, well, how do I get involved and how do I get on on the board and. Uh, it's people want to give back. What we are doing here is we're setting up today's people to be leaders tomorrow. And it's really important for a lot of people that, again, it's the reason why we're sitting in the studio today is they feel like a sense of how do do they give back where they feel so fortunate, especially because the accounting designation has opened some doors for them. So Uh, The uh, Education Foundation, through Brian Heshey, who made a a substantial donation, he could have given his money to a lot of different uh, uh, organizations out there that had a a need. And uh, one of the main reasons he gave it to the Education Foundation is he saw the need and uh, the, um, the good that the Education Foundation would do to help upcoming leaders.
1: I'd be remiss without mentioning our staff as well. You know, folks like Rachel and Gordon and yourself. Um, certainly, the uh, um, we get lots and lots of support, right? And uh, and that's really important. You got to to have success. You need support. You need people. You need passion partnerships. I know the the S doesn't work with the acronym, but we'll try it anyway. <laughs>
0: So that's kind of all of our formal questions that I had. So Dave and Joe, thank you so much um, for joining us today and sharing your thoughts on why we should all be volunteering our time in our communities. Uh, But before we do wrap up, I did have um, one final and of course, very important question for you, um, which of course might seem a little bit ambitious considering our current times. But if you could live anywhere in the world for a year, uh, where would you choose and why?
2: Um that's a good question. um I've traveled to Europe and all that kind of good stuff, and uh, quite frankly i I don't like when I don't know how to speak the language. so I've always wanted to travel to New Zealand. Uh, I think um, our Canadian dollar is favorable there. There's the accountant in me coming <laughs> out uh, and I think um, you know they're a very progressive uh, country they're they're not too big. I think it's a safe country, and especially in light of what's going on in today's uh, world. Uh, so that's something, you know, beautiful weather, obviously, and, uh, you know, mountains and all that kind of stuff, and it's not overcrowded, so that's where I'd spend a years, New Zealand.
0: Okay, absolutely.
2: I read a, a recent
1: book about uh, the one of the co-founders of Microsoft. His name's Paul Allen. And uh, so mine mine's a little bit different. It's not a place. I, I just live in a yacht for a year because then I could go anywhere in the world, I'd have my own private helipad, lots of technology <laughs> around. Uh my wife would have lots of sun on the deck, so she'd be happy. We could go nice places in the winter and more interesting places in the summer, so but uh
2: yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun.
0: That's a great loophole to that question. I like it.
2: <laughs> For the record, that uh, his yacht I think is about 350 million dollars, Dave. So, good job.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 not small and the funny part about that uh that book is he, he goes into, uh, uh, you know, a side, uh, a side story about, well, you know, I'm living on my yacht. And the thing that was very interesting about it, it was just a matter of fact. And it, it wouldn't be very matter of fact for me. But yeah, you know, you, it's almost like you guys can understand how it would be, you know, I'm living <laughs> on my yacht. And it's like, it's just a different world, but it'd be a lot of fun.
0: Well, thank you so much um, for joining us. This episode of Straight from the CPA's Mouth featured the CPA Education Foundation's Chair, Dave Bonarchuk, FCPA, FCA, and Vice Chair, Joe Galliardi, FCPA, FCMA. Don't forget to subscribe to the Straight from the CPA's Mouth mailing list for exclusive content. Also, if you have any ideas for future episodes or have any feedback you'd like to share, email us at knowledgecenter at cpaalberta.ca or leave us a message on social media. Straight from the CPA's mouth is brought to you by the CPA Education Foundation. The CPA Education Foundation is the charitable arm of the Alberta CPA profession, providing up to $1.2 million each year in support of business and accounting education in the province. This podcast is just one of many resource materials available through the Heshi CPA Knowledge Centre. This virtual hub features Alberta CPAs sharing their unique perspective and vast expertise on topics and issues such as leadership, finance, entrepreneurship, and more. Visit cpaalberta.ca. Foundation for more information on the Heshi CPA Knowledge Center and to learn how Alberta CPAs inspire success.